Thank you for tuning in to Tech United on Tap, brought to you by Tech United New Jersey. You're listening to a special episode from our Propelify 2020 series, and you can find more episodes like this on our website at techunited.co. That's techunited.co. This talk debuted at the fifth annual Propelify Innovation Festival in October 2020, where our mantra is to propel ideas into action. Enjoy it, and be sure to subscribe to be notified when new episodes go live. I'm joined by two really, really fantastic visionaries, uh, Sam Path, the president of Global Enterprise at Verizon, Krish, the co-founder and first CEO of Blue Blue Jeans Network. Thank you both so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. It is glad to be here. For those who are not yet aware, Blue Jeans was acquired by Verizon, and I want to talk a little bit why Blue Jeans. Uh, you know, both sides of this equation. You know, what was Blue Jeans looking for in an acquirer? Why was Verizon looking to get into this space? So, Chris, I'm going to start with you. You know, as as an entrepreneur and the co-founder of this business, it's a big move to make. Why were you looking for an acquirer, and why did Verizon make so much sense? That's a great question. Uh, Blue Jeans was a great technology company. We all, all they had some of the largest uh, Fortune 500 companies, the biggest social media company. But there was one thing missing. We have we did not have mass scale uh, distribution, a great brand name, and uh, so we looked around and said, when Verizon was looking into it, coincidentally, we said, "Wow, this would be a great partnership." One thing that uh, no for video. It, it needs a great network. So who has the best network? Not only for today and for tomorrow is Verizon. So this almost felt like a partnership that's made to happen, bound to happen. I'm glad it happened. You know, there's always a really interesting story behind the scenes of what leads to um, these kinds of, of partnerships and acquisitions was this, did you work with an investment banker? Did somebody make an intro and then things got interesting? How did, how did, you, know, you don't have to share too many of the details, but I'm curious how formal it was at, uh, that Verizon and Blue Jeans got to know each other. Well, on the, um, there was a banker obviously to get the transaction going, but I think Verizon and Blue Jeans started the relationship even prior uh, to the acquisition discussion because um, we were looking for a great reseller partner and we partner in the reseller angle. Let me just uh, tell you one anecdote. It, once Verizon decided that we need to dig further and um, get into each other, the entire transaction during the COVID period, believe it or not, was done over video. Imagine a transaction of this magnitude, pink and on video, and that proved the business case in and of itself. Absolutely. That's really great. Sam Path, you know, what did you see in, in Blue Jeans and, and how do you see it playing into the long-term vision for Verizon and Video? Yeah, look, we chose Blue Jeans because it was built for enterprise from the start. You know, it had enterprise-grade features. It had some of the blue chip customers, you know, whether it be Facebook or Red, Intuit or Red Hat, some pretty solid companies, but it was built for the enterprise. Also, they were interoperable. You know, they're one of the few official partners of Microsoft Teams. They had a phenomenal product set, you know, smart meetings, command center, which we like. But then the last piece is kind of the, uh, I would say the cherry on top for us was the magic of integrating this with a 5G product roadmap. Because this creates is a foundational capability that we think we can use to enter new revenue streams with new markets to serve whether it be uh, high growth areas like telemedicine, distance learning, field service work. 
So this was a foundational cap capability for us to expand into really new markets. Look, also you bring two of the top leading trusted innovative technology companies together, uh, you know, the customer wins. So that's how we think about it. We are so happy. It's been more than hundred days and we could not have done it better. You know, often what, what the issues that come up are not specifically business related, but there's often a, a, an issue around culture fit. How, how did you analyze whether, you know, what, that this was the right fit and a good, that, that the, the organizations would merge well? Look, there are two, three things that defines the Verizon culture. You know, the first is obsession with customers. You know, how often in our conversation do we talk about customers versus internal process? Uh, as, a, as a company, we love talking for customers. It's SMB customers, small, medium customers, large enterprise, or customers like you and me. So we found that same theme when we were talking to BlueJeans. Every time we would try and talk about some technical stack issues, they would bring it back to who the customers really wanted. What does it do for our customers? So that was a key theme we picked up uh, on, uh, you know, on that. Second is the technology talent. You know, Verizon's a very execution-centric company. When we say we're going to do something, we will do it. So we found similar threads on that. And the last one is just uh, kindness and integrity. You know, that's kind of a foundation of our brand. We found that when talking to Krish and his peer and his team. So we look for these things when we do acquisitions because the last thing you want is two cultures where the product roadmaps look good, but the cultures don't jive. It makes for a very bad acquisition. So increasingly, I would say we spend 20, 30% of our due diligence on culture. It's difficult to put it on paper. You know, it's kind of a red or green thing, but we are very careful what we look for. Yeah. You know, Krish, obviously the world in this time period has changed dramatically and video plays an even more important role now. How do you see video and blue jeans playing a role in the future of work? And I mean, generally in the future of society, you mentioned this transaction was done over video. We're having health appointments over video. I know health's an industry we're gonna spend some time on as well, but how do you think things have changed in the last you know, six months or so because of the pandemic? So first of all, uh, let me start with the day the world decided that they were going to work from home. Our traffic jumped 4x in one week. Already we were doing billions of minutes and imagine 4 billion minutes overnight. But what's surprising how quickly people adopted video. Prior, uh, the last 10 years when I started the company, we've been preaching the mantra of video everywhere and it's a great equalizer, democratizing video. In a one week period, the entire world adopted video. So now that they have adopted, initially it was thought of as a temporary solution to something. It couldn't go to work. But what I see happening as strategies is video is going to be increasingly be adopted in a way that the work environment is going to be hybrid. It's going to be work from home, work and on-premise work, or in between, right? It's going to be one fluid motion between home, travel, and work from and that hybrid situation. And it's going to find it our way into every aspect, just like telephone did. Today, we don't think of telephone as a separate thing. Video is going to be the new voice in terms of how people engage, live, work, and play, and learn. 
Yeah, I, 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 obviously that's happening already. Many companies have gone fully remote and I don't think many want to go back full time in the office and video clearly plays a, a major role there. You know, Sam Path, I'm curious about if you could share a little bit more about 5G and, and the implications of 5G. You know, in taking the role with Tech United, I looked at how can we have a differentiated strength, a differentiated offering to entrepreneurs and innovators, looked at some of the opportunities of, of the big corporations that we could partner with. And Verizon's been a fantastic partner of ours. We're launching this really great uh, opportunity in Hoboken to highlight 5G and help retailers get back on their feet. I've learned a lot about the role 5G can play in that process, but I'd love to hear from you, you know, what do you see as the short-term opportunities for 5G and then some of the long-term inevitabilities. And I want to highlight, when I think about the opportunity for New Jersey, if the, I believe 5G is an inevitability and we need to be first or at least in the top of the list, as opposed to waiting till eventually we get pulled along kicking and screaming. So I hope that those listening who are part of that process of making sure this can happen here, will see what we're doing in Hoboken with Verizon and accelerate some of that process. So sorry for the slight deviation there on the commercial, but I think it's critical for, we need to embrace these things to attract business and entrepreneurship. So Sam Path on the future of 5G and the opportunity there. 5G is a once in a multi-generational opportunity. So, you know, every generation, whether it's 2G, 3G, 4G, has basically been the previous technology plus a little speed. That's basically what it's been. 5G is not 4G, but faster. Because 5G is going to give developers and entrepreneurs new capabilities they didn't have earlier. You know, you get speed, you get blazing, blazing fast speeds. We think over a period of time, you can get up to four gigs over wireless. That's the speed we are shooting for. So just a lot of runway on speed. But more than speed, you get things like latency, really zippy, zippy, single-digit millisecond latency to very deep connectivity with cloud. We've launched something with AWS where you can leverage the power of Amazon and the power of Verizon in a single stack. So you add new capabilities. Another one is security, power consumption. You know, there are already laptops, 5G laptops that have two-day power. Literally, imagine you don't have to carry your charger for two days. You can just leave it there. So just new capabilities it's brought to us. We as a company, we've, this is our single biggest bet we've made in a generation. You know, by the end of this year, we'll have 5G nationwide. Nationwide 5G. So we can start building applications around it. Now, look, similar to 4G, we didn't know that Netflix and Uber and companies like that would come up when 4G was up and running. We built the foundation. We built the capabilities and entrepreneurs came and took it. Same approach to 5G. We want to build the capabilities. We want to make it so easy for entrepreneurs to come and build it. In that process, we have six labs set up. You know, they're spread all over the country, Boston, New York, DC, uh, Atlanta. Each lab has a slight nuance to it. One is like the DC lab is a public safety lab. Our Atlanta lab is a healthcare lab. Uh, so we have different labs. So my sense is entrepreneurs need to come and say, hey, can you plug into your lab? Can we work with your team? Can we use some of the capabilities to build those applications? Because I cannot sit here and predict what the applications are on the long term. Look, in the short term, I know education is going to get better. Look, education, healthcare is another one. Chris should talk about it at some point. Uh, I would say uh, smart cities for first responders, we can throw a lot more information for them. That's today. But in, I would say probably a couple of years out, you're going to see things like remote surgery, vehicle to vehicle communication, autonomous cars, all of that's going to be enabled by 5G. But again, we got to start now. We got to start innovating together, Aaron. So yeah, if I may add, go ahead, that, yes, uh, please. Yeah, go ahead, um, jump right in. Five, for 5G, uh, for video application, this is the, um, a great solution because what, what does video need? Video need 
bandwidth, low latency, and speed and access. When you combine that and put that in a mobile phone, your mobile phone is already a computer today and it's getting better and better at uh, delivering. So now you have the power of delivering immersive video at your fingertips. That immersive video can be for interactive engagement like this or a show and tell application like you are doing a tour, virtual tour, you wanna to show something or something that we are seeing in very near term, which is uh, augmented reality, AR, VR. That is gonna to come to a phone near you and that, and that is gonna be enabled by 5G. Lots of other use cases, but I'm so excited about 5G. And again, it goes back to our business case of why we wanted to uh, join hands with Verizon. In fact, we're bringing an AR application to the Hoboken Library in partnership oh, with Verizon. So glad you brought that up, um, which people should run by the Hoboken Library and check out. But you know, let's dig into the telehealth issue because it's a little. You know, yeah. obviously, healthcare in the last six months has changed radically. How has Blue Jeans played a role, and and has this changed your approach and and strategy uh, for the next coming quarters? Obviously, during uh, COVID, everybody had to rely on telehealth. But here's what it is. When you can actually firsthand feel how it has changed lives, I'll just tell you one customer use case. There was this um, 80-year-old man. He spent 81 days on a ventilator. The only way he was able to get through those 80 days is having a video call on Blue Jeans with his family. And he actually, well, it was good news, he actually came out of the ventilator. So always feeling connected. So those are some of the hidden benefits. Um, we already have a lot of companies using it for e-visits and um, uh, uh, extended stay in hospitals and so on, or emergency triage. So telehealth. Uh, played a role in the pandemic. And it's what, just like video conferencing, it's going to transform how we deliver healthcare for psychology, for nursing, for um, surgery, all these things. And we are actively working on this. And again, back to partnering with the gate network provider to actually deliver the high quality, high resolution videos. All right. So what I will say is, it's here, it's gonna transform how it's delivered and what everybody's gonna benefit is the lower cost and increased access to specialist provider regardless of where they are. Those are some of the uh, benefits that uh, Telehealth is gonna bring. Krish, I've gotta ask you, you know, entrepreneurs often start companies both to do well financially but also to make a difference in the world. Did you ever imagine you'd have a patient uh, in the hospital using the network to potentially, you know, to connect with their family. Was that ever a use case you imagined? I imagined as a way of pitching, oh, this is all that's going to happen. But when you actually see the difference, when you hear those stories, it, man, it makes a difference. Yeah. It makes, it makes a difference. It's all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sampath, you know, can you share more about what a fully 5G connected world looks like? You know, I, when I talk about these technologies, um, 
I think people understand them in principle, but struggle to understand how they play into their day-to-day lives. And that's one of the reasons we're showcasing some of these products here locally. But can you, can you explain to people what might the world look like if we were all connected by 5G? Yeah, I'll take a few use cases or scenarios we live in to explain that. Let's take manufacturing. You know, one of the things we're going to see in America is a lot more manufacturing is going to come back into America. So to make the math work, you're going to have to put in a lot of robotics and a lot of automation. So imagine uh, either a large, very large warehouse or a very large factory floor where you have a lot of robots, a lot of uh, uh, you know, autonomous vehicles running around the place, getting work done. Imagine a single network that connects all of them and manages them and coordinates them. That's what 5G is. It's very high latency, high security. So you set it up in a warehouse or in a factory floor and you basically control all your robots. You can move them around as they move around. They don't have to be tethered to anything. Uh, they throw massive amounts of data that can be analyzed and re-optimized. So it fundamentally changes manufacturing floors and warehouses. You could not do that today. So that's a big, big use case. Another one is education. You know, all our kids are doing remote education today on their Chromebooks, you know, peering in, looking, following things. Imagine a world where we all have 5G enabled where you could do forms of AR, VR, where you're virtually in a class. You can look to your left for your colleagues. You can look to your right for your friends, your teachers in front of you. Uh, it, it's a very immersive education experience. That's another one that can be definitely be turned on. The third one to give you a sense is smart cities. You know, uh, for the most part, our cities have kind of remained the same for a while. The way traffic is run, the way road settings are done. So one of the things we want to do in smart cities is, uh, you know, transit efficiencies, you know, cameras, data that flows so you can track where you are, but more importantly, navigate in and out of traffic uh, very quickly. Now that will expand to get into autonomous cars where cars either communicate with each other or communicate across networks. So that's uh, another situation. The last one I'll talk about is first responders. You know, imagine a firefighter, you know, in any of our neighborhoods in Jersey, look, I live in Jersey myself, you know, going into a fire, he or she will want to know at the tip of her fingers, what all is available there. What's the schematic of the building? Where's the plumbing? Where are the gas lines? We can, over a period of time, develop applications and headsets where you can get that information to firefighters in real time and first responders in real time. So those are use cases that will be turned on by 5G. So that's, you know, it's very difficult to imagine the future unless you look at specific use cases. But 5G is something that's going to spread wide, as I said, nationwide coverage by the end of this year. And then entrepreneurs like everyone out here is going to come and start building applications. I see the next Uber. I see the next Netflix. I see the next LinkedIn. So many of these applications are waiting to be developed. You know, you brought up a great point before that Verizon sort of lays the groundwork and then the companies, the entrepreneurs tend to build on top of the infrastructure. And is that fundamentally the role that you see in the, on the B2B side, you on, on build versus buy, do you want to be the enablement platform versus actually delivering the specific service at the end of the line? Look, you know, look, we, we are a technology company, you know, and as technology companies, you play in various levels of the stack. In some cases, we are the enablers. You know, we want to enable people to turn on, like you get 5G, you put in a factory floor, you make potato chips, you make, uh, you know, better machinery. We are excited. We love it. This, hopefully the chip is tastes crunchier and tastes better, but that's for them to figure out. So yeah. there are many places where we enable, but I don't, there are many places where we want to provide the full solution. You know, I'll give you a good example, like Verizon Connect. You know, we, ha- we are the world's largest 
fleet company, Fleetmatics or Telematics company in the world, where we own the own stack. We own the network, we own the application, we run the application, we own the whole thing. So it depends. But step one is enable the technology for everyone. Now, typically our customers come to us and say, hey, you, you own the underlying technology and the platform. Why don't you build and operate this? BlueJeans is a great example of that. Customers were saying, hey, you guys run the best network. Why don't you take BlueJeans, integrate it deeper in your network so you get better quality? So when customers reach out, we try and get deeper into the stack. But step one is enable the world of innovation here. Yeah, yeah I love it. I, go ahead, please. Yeah, go ahead. I love that you're jumping in. Keep going. Uh, to add to Sampath's um, example, even at BlueJeans, right? Uh, a couple of the applications we do, like virtual town halls, virtual events, large-scale meeting. Uh, we were used um, two weeks ago when the Indy 500 went virtual. All the driver interviews were done on BlueJeans and broadcast. Those are traditional applications that you would not associate with a traditional network provider. But it changes now with uh, BlueJeans and Verizon, we are now able to put those type of application. So customers like um, uh, Indy 500, it one-stop shop to come here. Same thing goes with uh, telehealth. There are a lot of cases, a lot of universities are coming to um, Verizon and say, can, can I implement a telehealth with your solution, which is all the networks, all of the connectivity, all of the applications such as uh, BlueJeans, along with BlueJeans integration with the electronic health record. So it's a package and it's only going to continue in that direction. Sam Path mentioned some, some applications that sounded, especially the education component, enabled by VR, which you know, hasn't seen wide adoption on the consumer level. Do you, do you think that 5G changes that? Do you think that there are applications that will not require the headset? Um, you know, how can this accelerate the kind of application we talked about there where you can look side to side and be a, yeah. have an immersive experience? Look, I think there are a couple of things about AR, you know, that AR, VR that need to be solved for. The first one is the weight of the glasses. You know, once you get to 60, 70 grams, uh, you get a headache. Uh, you know, so how do you take enough compute out and put it elsewhere? That's where 5G plays in. Because 5G edge compute, where you can take your compute and put it at the edge of the network, lets you do that. And you get you know, 10, 12 millisecond latency, so you won't, even, you won't even notice it. So that's a big one that 5G will enable that will hopefully work well. Second is power consumption. You know, another thing about AR, VR is you notice, you know, your phones get hot when you use it. It gets a little warm. Uh, it gets a little warm around the years when you use some AR, VR today. So 5G basically takes power consumption down significantly. So as a result, things don't get hot and you can run for longer hours. Uh, so I think those two things I think 5G integrated deeply with some of the AR, VR technologies will make it more mainstream. Third is also price point. Look, a lot of these, we need the devices and the eyeglasses to come to a right price point. So we're hoping when you take enough of the functionality and bill of materials out of it and put it deeper in the network with 5G, we can take price points down, which will enable it to work well. So we feel that good 5G with all the work that's going on in AR, VR, we could be on the cusp of something pretty, pretty significant here. Yeah, I was, you know, obviously autonomous vehicles, drone delivery, there's a lot of implications of what 5G could, could shake up. And then when you add the video component and the ability to tie it right in, it, it, it's very, very compelling. Um, you know, Krish, there's obviously a New Jersey story here. I want to spend a moment on that before we run out of town, run out of time. 
Okay. You you went to school in New Jersey, and I are, are you? I don't believe you're still here. Are you still in New Jersey? No, I am not. But um, I went to school there. I got all my went to Monmouth University. This the university does all the famous uh, polling. And last year, I was even the graduate commencement speaker at the university. So I have a long time. I, I would say I worked in New Jersey, uh, Bell Labs in Homedale. Uh, so uh, ten years there. And yeah, we're we're big fans of Bell Labs. In fact, there's a mock of a of a uh, warehouse, a 5G connected warehouse in that five in that Bell Labs facility that shows uh, how a, a connected worker could yeah. work in a warehouse uh, across the world. It's it's pretty fantastic. Marcus Walton's been a great a great friend of of Propelify and Tech United. How you know New Jersey entrepreneurs are often overshadowed though by the New York market, and that's the narrative I'm eagerly looking to change. And I think there's a role, you know, both for the for large companies like Verizon and, and tech companies, startups like Blue Jeans to play here. What do you think that we can do to empower entrepreneurs in New Jersey to really break out? Well, the good news actually is um, the byproduct of working from home and remote uh, thing. It has actually equalized everything. Even in the Silicon Valley, people are moving out of Silicon Valley because now no longer you need to be in a physical environment. So that is actually going to make New Jersey entrepreneurs um, have equal access to all the venture capital and the exposure. Now everybody's equal. Now, one thing New Jersey has is has lots of technology companies, uh, Verizon uh, being one of them, and there's a lot of pharma companies. I think increasing partnership and corporate investment in seed stage startups uh, like that and having and a lot of these companies are having venture funds. That's going to give uh, instant boost, instant exposure, and that will help uh, along with uh, this great equalizer of uh, and everybody's now working remotely will actually propel. I mean, and including New Jersey has some good tech schools. All the necessary ingredients are there. It's just a um, matter of seizing the opportunity and executing on it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Many of those things we are looking to facilitate in some cases have with things like this 5G partnership with Verizon, mm -hmm. with a, a $50,000 giveaway with, with a PSEG for a clean tech startup mm -hmm. and in working with Hackensack Meridian Health and their Bears Den, which is, a, which is an investment vehicle. So uh, we're still a lot of work to do. But we're certainly moving that direction. Sam Path, I mean, how do you see, you know, obviously you set up the 5G lab in New York, which for obvious reasons. Um, but do you, where do you see the, the New Jersey ecosystem and how could we potentially uh, deepen the relationship to make sure that we're looking in our backyard to, to draw the, or build the right collaborations and, and partnerships here? Look, our headquarters is in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Uh, so we, of course, very, very fond of uh, New Jersey, but also we provide connectivity to most of New Jersey, of course, wireless, but also a Fios network is there. So part of our commitment to New Jersey is providing high, high quality broadband. I think that's step one to, you know, that to supporting a lot of local initiatives. I, I think recently, you know, uh, we provided almost a seven and a half million dollar investment in the LIC to launch our, what we call a Verizon small business recovery fund, uh, basically grants of up to $10,000 for small businesses, uh, you know, to try various new technologies uh, as they get out, you know, as they work to get out of the COVID impact. So look, New Jersey is home to us emotionally, financially, and technologically. So we are committed here. 
Yeah. Chris, hopefully we'll get you back maybe next year in person in New Jersey. I'd love to. I I make frequent trips to New Jersey. So then where I got my tech jobs, uh, working uh, briefly at Bell Labs and companies like Perkin Elmer. So I'd love to get, uh, get there. I hope that we'll welcome you back next year. You know, I mentioned the theme of this event is to build a better future for all. And we've, we've touched on some of these topics, but I, I want to really lean into that question. You know, what would you charge this, this community with, the, the entrepreneurs and the innovators watching this? What can we all do to help build a better future for all? You know, and that, this has been a narrative that we've been, we've been thinking about for a year, but even more so in the last six months with all that's going on in the world, I think more than ever, we need to be thinking about solutions um, that drive a better, uh, uh, better world and is inclusive. So, you know, Sam Path, I'll start with you. What would you charge this audience in thinking about building and doing? Look, uh, step one is I want to take down barriers, you know, barriers of location, uh, barriers we can't invest in things. And that's where I think there's no better time to do it than now. Look, with video conferencing, uh, you can take down barriers. You can get the best talent on earth to work on your project. It doesn't determine where they live, what they do. As long as they have the skills and they can help, they can jump in. So my big kind of mission to the team is take down barriers, take down barriers, new use the technology available to build great dynamic teams that work. Look, second is green planet. You know, uh, I think that's a big one. Look, we at Verizon, we are committed. We want to get, uh, you know, carbon neutral. We have a plan, a roadmap to get there. Uh, I think that's one of the things that we got pretty excited by Blue Jeans when we were looking at this. And look, COVID wasn't there. Look, an average, uh, you know, person commutes, 15, 16 miles a day. So it's a fair amount of time. And in our, in our neighborhood in New York, New Jersey, you know, commute's not that pleasurable. So do things that can fundamentally change the life of a customer, you know, and that's what we got excited by Blue Jeans. But I know this group here has got some great ideas to leverage that. And Chris, the same question to you. For me, um, technology needs to create the great equalizer. You build a great society when everybody's equal, have equal access to opportunities. So with video conferencing, equal opportunity to health. Healthcare, expert, lower the cost, and so on. Equal opportunity to education, right? Remote training, you don't have to go on campus for a great school. That campus comes to you. Work now comes to you rather than you traveling for work. So therefore, if you're in, it doesn't matter where you're in a poor neighborhood or a rich neighborhood, you can actually have the great opportunity. So what we want to do in order to bring a great society is use the power of video and democratize that and everybody gets equal opportunity, whether it be health, education, training. And uh, Sampad mentioned um, having a green planet. We actually track the amount of carbon savings a customer does by putting in a, in a virtual meeting. Uh, the energy costs from saving to travel, all of the other costs associated. We actually give a customer a report every meeting and we have done a tons of carbon saving. So we want to continue on that mission. Yeah, I love that response. And, and you know, I, I completely agree with you on the democratization of the technology. That's always what's drawn me to be a software, software entrepreneur is that I felt like it provided access. I thought to everyone, and I don't think it's as, as straight a line as we would all like but that's certainly the opportunity that I think we hope to empower for everyone. So I really appreciate you both spending so much time with us today. And if you're, you know, if you're using some other platform that maybe starts with a Z, check out Blue Jeans. I think you'll be very happy with it. 
It's a very, it's actually, you know, it, it's much more reliable. It works, in, as you mentioned, without a download in all systems. This, it, this is, Blue Jeans is not a sponsor, but we're, we, I've gotten to know the product and I think it's really fantastic. So I think you'll see more from us at Tech United with Blue Jeans in the future, for sure. Um, and, and also make sure you check out this, the Hoboken partnership with Verizon and some of the great things that we're doing with 5G. I think you'll be really blown away by, by some of the installations and it's just scratching the surface. Thanks for listening. Let us know your favorite takeaways on social media at We Are Tech United. Stay tuned. More of Tech United on Tap next.